Yeah. Let's all just have an episode where we just talk shit on Terrence Crawford. That's yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the show. <laughs> What's up, people? It's Bread and Circuses. We're sitting down here again. I think there's another tornado that's about to ravage through the city again. Uh, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm, okay. Uh, Too low? Yeah. It's fine. We're here, actually, with uh, my friend, Diana Hurtado, here. She's uh, uh, been a friend of mine and our wife, or in my wife, for like a pretty long time. Uh, she, oh, I guess I shouldn't do her intro for her. Day, please. <laughs> Kind of give yourself a little background here for everybody that doesn't know you. All right. Well, first off, thank you guys for having me here today. I'm yeah. honored. I mean, I know you guys are just starting off, but honestly, this is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Day, day is our first girl guest we've the had first on. female guest. Yeah. Well, Sean might identify yeah. as a female. <laughs> yeah. This is 2019. Yeah. Yes. Love you, Sean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just a little background. Um I'm 22 going on 23 next uh, next week. Um, sorry, I guess I didn't think about this. Like yeah, right. nobody yeah. ever Talking thinks about, about it. Yeah, nobody yeah. ever thinks about their intro until they're yeah. about no. to do it. So. It's, like, it's like in high school, like the hardest, like you could take whatever fucking final you wanted, but the hardest question was, Tell me an interesting fact right. about yourself. Yeah. Like, but I have a dog. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not interesting. I'm boring. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, I know you have been telling me that uh, you used to do a lot of stuff kind of with local politics here in mm -hmm. Omaha. And I thought that was super interesting because I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. So, like, what did, what did you used to do with that kind of stuff? Um, well, I've worked in a nonprofit organization before um, where we primarily work with Get Out to Vote campaigns. We worked a lot with immigration reform, um, a lot of things that had to do with policy change making in Omaha. So sometimes it didn't necessarily just mean immigration, even though our crowd was primarily Latino. But we did a lot in terms of like women's rights and just trying to change the legislation. Um, I've also worked as an internship. Well, in an internship with Congressman Brad Ashford. Um, but since then, I've kind of kind of lured a little bit away from that just to focus on myself. Right. Um, I love doing marketing, love branding, and I think that's a big thing mm -hmm. um, in terms of where I want to go. So right now I'm pursuing a degree in computer science, hey. and I want to <laughs> tie that all up with the background that I have in policy change making. Dude, politics is like exhausting. I don't blame you it like is, at yeah. all when they get it. Seriously, mm -hmm. it takes a lot out of you to yeah, actually get out Even, there. Yeah. Well, I, did you say you said Brad Ashford? Yes. Oh, I thought it was Don Bacon for some reason. But right now it is. Oh, yeah. you do work for Don Bacon? No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no. <laughs> is, it, is that organization that you work for now? Oh, you mean that's who the congressman No, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I did okay. an internship for the congressman, Brad Ashford, okay. who was right before Don Bacon. I've right. met Don Bacon before. Great guy, but... I mean, he's a different political party. I think. <laughs> yeah. Are you mainly directing that at me? Oh. 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 I think. Just I, in person. Not I think Don Bacon was at that. Uh, was at that boxing thing that we went to. Oh, here was in Omaha. he? Yeah, I think he was the guy that did like the initial like out and you know mm -hmm. chamber or the yeah. like you know ceremony thing stuff mm -hmm. for it so i feel like brad ashford would have beat him and i think the democrats fucked up by nominating that crazy lady who i, I didn't say remember. i was gone Cara, i didn't know no this was oh, like Cara last year eastman? is that her name carrie yeah. eastman okay yeah i think she was a little too extreme i think she leaned more toward mm. the commie side there for <laughs> <me>. <laughs> We uh, uh we always talk about here how uh one thing we really think the Democrats need to do is run somebody that's a little bit more moderate than not yeah. running a, a super. It isolates too many people. Yeah, it does they need to not run Bernie? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I can see that though. Mm. That's my thing is like when you look at the people that are running for president right now. I don't like Donald Trump, and I like Joe Biden even less, and mm. I like Bernie less than both of them. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I like get Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, she's all right. Yeah. I would probably, if any, if you put a gun, I'm probably not going to vote. But if you put a gun to my head, <laughs> that's probably who I would vote for. If you mm -hmm. made me pick, what you mean, mug me for that? <laughs> oh, so she did just release a statement. She dropping out. Um, <laughs> the, uh, 
she's the only candidate on record to say, well, of the two major parties, to say that she would pardon Snowden and Assange. Ooh. Oh, really? Ooh. Really? Huh. Well, she was on Rogan talking about that, too. So Joe Rogan's pretty much the new official statement. That's yeah, what right. I think she's, ever- she's, uh, she's very, like runs her platform on like media transparency or government transparency so i, I heard mean, that before though obama she, said that and they fucking almost whacked dead snowden so, oh yeah true i mean i don't i don't trust any of it until i see it mm-hmm. that's the, my problem the only reason that they he even pardoned uh chelsea manning was because he said he was gonna uh go on court record against snowden and he never did or not snowden against uh assange yeah julian assange and then he and then he didn't and now he's back in jail. chelsea manning's about to go to jail yeah because yeah. because he's yeah. not going to go on the trial he is. Yeah. or she uh, or she yeah, yeah. be fined five thousand a day until 60 days and then ten thousand after never pay that that's ridiculous. I don't think that's legal that you can find someone for not testifying. Yeah, I don't think you can. Have, yeah. have you been like Anna? Have you been really like in Beto? <laughs> in what? Uh, Beto O'Rourke, the for the because you know like the the running right now for the Democrat Party is basically oh. who is going to be able to beat Trump? Yeah, thirty people running. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I still feel like it's kind of early on, to be honest with you. Mm. But mm. yeah, I don't have. I don't want to just pinpoint on one. I just think it's too many people running at this point. I think so too, yeah. yeah. I think it's all trivial because I think Biden's going to win. I would say unless it comes out that he molested little girls, but it already has, and that right. apparently didn't appear to slow it down. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, he's still doing better. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to trust media uh, polls because mm-hmm. of the last election. So, yeah. well, they were actually they did what they were supposed to do in the sense they were actually kind of accurate because they predict predicted Hillary to win the popular vote by about 3%, which she did. She just didn't win the electoral vote. They didn't predict her to win the electoral vote. Yeah, the states true. were that Trump won that were close. They were all within the margin of error on most of those polls. That's when people mm-hmm. say they don't trust the polls. I think if you look at it a little bit deeper, you see that it actually mm-hmm. was a pretty accurate season for polling, like really accurate mm-hmm. actually, unless you're Gary Johnson. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Beto O'Rourke, I don't know. I know you don't like him, but we had a, we might get him on actually. Really? I That'd heard, be cool, man. I but I, it's not that I don't like Beto O'Rourke. I really like him as a person. I yeah, think he's I think charismatic. He's I think he's a good dude, but I just don't like that he runs his stuff basically on cut, cut and paste dnc lines which right. i think is annoying. Like right. most mm-hmm. dnc lines, I don't really like that much. Most no. of them, not all of them, but. Yeah, that's that's kind of my problem with him is he's not really like his own guy. I mean, right. he's he's charismatic, but he's not. He doesn't have his own stance, his own stuff. Yeah, not authentic. No, yeah. not yeah. that's most of them though. Most yeah. of yeah. them are not authentic people. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard's not like that. She, I don't know, man. She's kind of robotic when she talks. Mm, I don't know. If I didn't think so. I, I don't know. You know, Trump and Bo- and Biden, they're not. I mean, they're pretty authentic. They're they're douchey and they're yeah. obnoxious. <laughs> That's also true, yeah. but she's cuckoo. She's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You know, Gary Johnson was authentic too. I'll give him that. People say a lot of shit about Gary, but he was a, like a genuine guy. Like he was going to a camp. I remember there were pictures. He was going to a campaign event. Somebody like it wasn't like he posed for it. It was like someone snapped it on their cell phone. He saw this guy trying to move some big box in and struggling with it, and Gary just stopped and helped him on the way to his event. Mm. So I think that he is a genuine guy. He's an mm. idiot. <laughs> but he's a genuine guy. Do you do you think that somebody like Biden is going to try to uh, say during his his campaign stuff that he's going to you know help to go for immigration reform and then just not do anything? Like <laughs> it's, it seems like a lot of people do that, and it's annoying. Yeah, I mean, even today I was reading an article that President Trump also said that as well. But I don't think people are focusing on the right thing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think when you say immigration reform, that could mean so many things in terms of like. Okay, are you talking about border security or are you talking about the influx of immigrations or are you talking about the immigrants here? Yeah, what do, what do you yeah. think is the most important? The immigrants that are already currently here, mm-hmm. then being the ones that are coming in, then right. being border security till the end. What do what's what's the percentages on like people trying to come in versus people that are already in here and trying to get mm-hmm. you know status? What what do you think it is? That's kind of hard to say because I mean it. I wouldn't. I think right now, with the circumstances that we're in today, I would think it's more so the immigrants here trying to get legal status, mm. versus if we were talking about 
a few years back where there was an influx from El Salvador, Honduras and all that, mm. that was a major problem. But I think now that that's already happened, people are being still detained. Yeah. I think the main thing is like, okay, well, what are we going to do for people here? Because if we're backing up DACA recipients, for example, mm -hmm. that can't even get a legal status, mm -hmm. at least not an actual pave or a pathway, then we're not making any progress. A, a lot of people that were against that kind of stuff, really, uh, the one thing they would use on their arguments against it is that they people here on like DACA status or mm -hmm. people here on um here like an Im you know immigrate yeah. status Inspired. well uh, no even just people here in residencies that they yeah. get a lot of like government benefits is that is that true i don't know um so for i think i think it's hard to say in terms of you can't group everybody up. Yeah. So, for example, let's start just with DACA. DACA recipients, even though we're um, technically, we can't be deported. You know, we have the status. We can work. But even though I'm working here and I have been working here since, you know, my whole life, basically, I can't. I'm putting into Social Security. I can't receive those benefits. Well, for either, none of those. That can't apply to you until you're a citizen. So even residents, you know, they're still pouring money into taxpayer money, all those other things, but we can't mm. reap any of those benefits. Don't don't feel too bad. I'm paying into Social Security too, and I'll never yeah. see. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. to be honest, but no, that's actually really interesting. I didn't think about that because mm -hmm. you know, like re residents will still pay mm -hmm. taxes, right? right? They'll still pay into Medicare. They'll still pay into Social Security, but right. they don't they don't even get Medicare, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But, no. no. So, and the other thing too, I mean, besides, I guess, social security is like welfare. I think that's one of the biggest things that people say like, oh, you know, they're just using our welfare system, feeding off the government. But in reality, we can't apply to those things. Mm -hmm. Right. We you have can. to have a social security number. Right. right. But, and even social security numbers, they're specific social security numbers. The biggest, yeah. the biggest recipients as well of, of welfare are usually single mothers. And like, I mean, if you look at it by census, and you look at it by uh, just like region and everything. I mean, there's not like a whole lot of Latinos. <laughs> like the family unit, I think, is really strong yeah. in, in Latino culture. That's never right. been a problem. It's in that uh, culture. It, yeah. Right. Do you think? Do you think it it is? I mean, I could maybe just be blowing hot gas, but I mean, from what I've seen personally, it yeah. doesn't really seem like an issue. I don't think so. I mean, at least what I've seen personally, at least in Omaha, I don't want to speak anything to anything that I haven't seen. Yeah, true. But. I mean, everyone's very family oriented, even mm -hmm. though they might not have like a direct spouse, but they're still family oriented where they have their families to back them up, whether it be cousins, aunts, whoever it is. I still think that they get the support that they need. Mm -hmm. That, mm -hmm. In fact, I would actually probably say that uh, out of any probably like group in the United States, they're probably uh, like Latinos are probably the first ones to just go to family and get family support as right. they actually just immediately go to like get government or local right. government assistance right. for right. it. So. Yeah, I mean, so do you think back to the border thing, what do you think the right thing to do for the border security would be? I mean, do you think like totally open borders or I don't, I don't know, do you support the wall or border patrol or whatever? Well, the wall, I feel Just, like. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, and it's true. I mean, you'd be question. surprised. There's a lot of Mexican people are very conservative right. because they're they very are. Catholic. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, that, you know, they even, they voted for Trump too. I don't think it was necessarily because of the wall. Right. But most um, of them, yeah, most of them are really right leaning. Yeah. And I think that's, that's why a conservatives have a bad approach with the immigration. They yeah. Yeah. dominate elections if they would just drop it. Yeah, because the Latinos, <laughs> Latinos are the, the second biggest ethnic group in the United States. They're bigger right. than the black populations right. in the United mm -hmm. States. If they'll you look be, at it by census. There'll be more Latinos than white people in right. like 20 years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like they they are more conservative, so yeah. more family oriented. I, I mean, yeah, they're losing a big voting population right. there mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think necessarily. I do think that we do need security, 110. Right. We do need security down there. I mean, there. It's not just necessarily the immigrants that are coming in there, but if we're talking about like drug trafficking and all human trafficking and things like that, we do need security for that. Mm -hmm. But in terms of creating a wall or even investing, sometimes that money could be invested in other things. I feel like. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I, that's one of the things people don't think about is the human trafficking element of mm -hmm. what comes across the border. Like there's child sex slaves being dragged mm -hmm. across the border. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's, yeah, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, 
especially here in Omaha, where we have mm-hmm. such a problem with human trafficking on the I-80 and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you should set like they were doing down on the border and separate everybody from their families and keep them in cages like yeah. animals. I mean, no. not in counts of bluffs. That's going to be, animals, yeah, seriously, so. 50, 30, 40 <laughs> years from now, 30 years, 30, 40 years from now, that's going to be just another stain on American history. It's going to yeah. be just like mm-hmm. the that was Japanese happening. and the internment camps. Right. That was happening pre-Trump, though. Yeah. Like those, yeah. Pictures, that, those pictures were from the Obama administration yeah. mm-hmm. that surfaced. Um, and people used it for grandstanding, mm-hmm. like our good buddy AOC. It doesn't make it well. It doesn't make it any better that it was Obama doing it. it the fact that no, it even happened no. in general right. was a travesty. It, it wasn't an issue until a year yeah. ago. Yeah, that's. Um, I know Zach's show is a no wall zone. You don't get to talk about that <laughs> on you guys' show. You don't get to talk about the wall. I mean, we're all against it. So yeah, it's not that we won't talk about it. Well, it fires certain individuals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really does, though. Yeah, it does, though. You, you'll be talking in, in groups of friends or something like that, and then somebody that you would never expect mm-hmm. to will just come out and be like, oh, yeah, we need the wall. It's like, why? Right. Or casually but, be like, why not? You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, the majority of immigrants that are here illegally are here on, like, expired visas mm-hmm. that came in legally. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, the wall's not going to stop that. No. no. I mean, and we've all seen Game of Thrones. The wall doesn't do shit. (laughs) (laughs) Great example. I'm on season four. Don't spoil it for me. So, yeah, like people here on like resident status and everything, they they pay into those like the national benefits Mm -hmm. and everything, but they don't get any of it. Are there any kind of like at least in Nebraska, are there any kind of state? programs that like assist like immigrants Mm -hmm. or like people here on resident status or something? Or how does it work here? I won't. I can't 100% attest to, I don't know, to say that for sure this is how it goes. But I know there's different. I mean, every state is different, of course. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that there are different programs, not Medicare, but like Medicaid. There's certain like WIC programs that immigrants can use. What is that? What is WIC? WIC, it's similar. Yeah, but it's for like women, especially that may not have like the. um, What, What does it stand for? I'm sorry. Women, infant, children. Women, infant, infant children. children. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even I know that. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what it stands for. Yeah. Okay. So they have, and I don't know how, if the programs changed, but I know, for example, my sister, before we had an actual status, even DACA mm-hmm. status, she was able to do use utilize that resource when she had her child. But um, getting, it's just another resource to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, keep a baby alive, basically. Um, but other than that, I think Omaha and Nebraska as a whole does a really good job in providing programs for people, immigrants, and giving that support. WIC isn't only for immigrants, though, right? No, WIC, yeah, no. WIC is for everybody. No, no it is a, for everyone. I had a friend who went no, yeah, with it's his mom everyone. to uh, Super Saver or something like that. We're not going to name drop companies. It wasn't Super Saver. Um, and they bought a bunch of ramen, and the cashier guy, the cashier goes, so will you guys be paying with WIC today? <laughs> oh <my laughs> she God. called and got him written up by a supervisor. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, that that's what I've heard from the tight immigration control type folks that their their biggest argument will be that even though you know they'll be here for or on residency status that they still get mm-hmm. those funds accesses. And I, I mean, how much? Like, it can't even be that much. Like, what, what do you, would you think? How much do you think that really goes to people on those statuses? Like, that's the thing I can't say. I've never actually looked into it. Yeah. In yeah. terms of that, I wouldn't even be able to put a, a number on that, and I don't want to put false information. I, I got gotcha. you. Well, that I mean, that might even just be a testament that not very many people use it. Right. Right. No. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, certainly most American citizens couldn't tell you. I know that. So So this is the perfect segue. Speaking of keeping kids alive, Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, of course, we have to get our 10 cents. (laughs) What do you guys think? I I don't really have an opinion. I think it's fun to fuck with both sides, and neither Mm -hmm. side is using any nuance. Mm -hmm. Like, both sides are super extreme about it right now, Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to just be reasonable. Like, no... Abortion is not America's Holocaust. And no, America is not this horrible place for women to live. I see. I certain arguments on both sides I will look at. Like, 
because I remember actually looking into numbers and everything mm-hmm. in preparation to talk about this. Because of course everybody is. We're right gonna now. have to. We got asked to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The um certain arguments I will support for like the left wing people, like mm-hmm. the people that it really it comes into a difference between opinions on who do you think in the situation is more important, the mm-hmm. mother. Or the unborn child. Like, really, mm-hmm. it comes down to the difference in opinion on that right. from what I've seen. Well, the other question is, is it an unborn child? At what point is it alive? Exactly. You know at what, I mean? what point is it an actual child? Or if it even matters that at four weeks or whatever, it's mm-hmm. just a couple cells. Like, But it will turn into a child. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, it, it boils down. Who do you think is more important, the mother mm-hmm. or the child? Mm-hmm. Right. And that if you can and if you can't agree on that base level, it's going to be really hard. That's I think why I think abortion stance is like seriously the most divided like yeah. stance that yeah. people are in America. People because, get angry about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see people getting punched for holding signs yeah. and stuff like that. Neither side is necessarily bad, you know, or not I'm not going to say bad, but like neither each side has legitimate points to make. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I still don't feel that they should create. I mean, I still Regardless of anyone's opinions, it's nobody's right to say what a woman decides to do with their body at the end of the day. Only because especially I feel like Alabama went too extreme in saying that at six weeks, like that's the final cutoff. Mm -hmm. Some women don't even know until after missing their period, maybe once, if not twice. Most people are like, all right, well, maybe I missed it this month. All right, Mm -hmm. there's four weeks right there. Right. Next month, maybe it might just come late. Maybe it will just come uh, the following week or the week after that. But that's basically the cutoff when people are barely even realizing maybe at the two-month mark mm-hmm. that they are pregnant. I find I find that the that's a very strong argument mm-hmm. for that. Well, I can agree. I can agree to that. That it's like yeah, it's it's really like it's the mom's body. Like pregnancy right, no, really messes up your body. Like I agree. So my, even if you had the child and gave it up to adoption, your body is never going to be the same after that. No. My issue with it is that it doesn't exclude rape and incest. Yeah. Right. That was another big problem. Mm-hmm. I know somebody around here that had just not from legal reasons, but got mm-hmm. raped and had to have a child from a rapist. And it's like, had to? yeah, well, not, I mean, like not had to, but she did, like okay. she wasn't going to abort the child. Okay. So she had a child. I mean, and you know, if that's your principle then feel free to stand right. on it. You yeah. Know what I mean, if you, genuinely want to keep that kid then that's up to you but i don't i i saw statistics for it where and it was kind of old it was from like 2013 2014 Mm -hmm. out of out of all the pregnancies uh in the united states 47 percent of them are unplanned and that's yeah 47 percent and half and like 50 percent of that 40 percent get aborted like really then this was like three four years ago and I remember reading some recent st- statistics about it from from 2018, like how it had kind of changed, like even with uh, the um, Planned Parenthood and everything being mm-hmm. kind of around in the like, like that. Those statistics didn't really change like at all. Right. right. So it's like, man, it, like we got to really figure out what we're trying to prevent here what we're going to nobody for. knows because exactly. nobody's willing to come to the argument in good faith nobody wants to mm-hmm. talk about it so you're like, right. to get both sides to actually discuss right. what's the most important thing right like, we need to get to a base level of what we can agree on is like the most important thing that we need to strive for because you're like you're you like i said nobody wants to come to the argument in good faith you're either yeah. this horrible person who wants to oppress women or you want kids to die yeah like if you're not going to even be fucking civil with the other side right. then nothing's ever going to get accomplished mm-hmm. and you're just going to have but like both sides are going to keep going more extreme and mm-hmm. taking one step above the other. Oh yeah. Well, we're going to ban all abortion. You know, we're going to yeah. ban condoms next. You know, I, I think that the, if, if we really worked towards, I think we're, we're focusing on the wrong thing on there as usual. Right. right. I think <laughs> if we worked towards improving on like the adoption systems kind of that the we have in place. Care systems yeah. And all of those. The biggest problems with it is that it's too, it's overregulated. Mm-hmm. Like even like children, yeah, children. Yeah. Like it, a, a foster care child, I mean, even if it goes to a, or a child goes to a loving family, is still going to be in all this bureaucratic red tape bullshit. Right. Like they won't even. They when you are taking care of a foster kid, it is like a pain in the butt to do paperwork and everything just to get that child like involved in like a sport. So what you're mm-hmm. saying is we should have baby auctions. <laughs> yeah, well, you just wait, peak and no, I don't want to. I don't want to completely privatize like adoption process. But they found mm-hmm. that the most successful children in foster care or in mm-hmm. adoption is 
that it's most successful when the child goes immediately into some kind of family, like an actual family. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they also work towards uh, having that family be as normal as possible. And then like, and then also they also work towards getting reunification while the child is growing up. They Mm -hmm. found that is the most successful way to do it. Statistically the most, like the most children that are successful in in the adoption process Mm -hmm. in the foster care system are like, those are the three things they had in common. And you know, Daniel Tosh actually had a really good point about it in his standup. I'm going to quote Daniel Tosh in an abortion argument. No, he had a really good point about it. He said, everybody knows where the animal shelter is, but nobody knows where the orphanage is. Yeah. Why is that a thing? Yeah. Right. right. That's very true. The adoption process is Busted is fuck. Yeah. You have to spend like, like thirteen thousand dollars yeah, just so to be told stressful. that you don't qualify. Yeah, yeah. Like most families don't have that much money sitting around. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't. The, the only people that can really adopt truthfully around here are the people that are really successful. Or willing to go stupid into debt for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You get you spend thirteen thousand dollars on average just to be denied that you're fit to mm-hmm. be a family. It's like, dude, That's we're just terrible. a normal people. Right. You know what I mean, like, I mean, it's you know. Should they have to pass a background check? Yeah. Yeah. A probably, mental yeah. evaluation? Probably. Yeah. But not like, I mean, why are they told they're unfit? I guess I'm not really sure. Probably they, they don't, don't make, make enough, enough money. Well, yeah. Or maybe you can start by not taking $13,000 yeah, from me and yeah. that'll be a good start there. And like if you try to like adopt a child out of like Mexico, like it's like impossible. Yeah. You can't do it. Like I guess I've never really looked into the process. I know some friends that are starting to because mm-hmm. they don't. I don't know, for whatever reason, complications or whatever it may be, but I know it is a very lengthy and long process. And honestly, I mean, the idea of it is great. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that would love, you know, if something were to happen, going back to like the bill itself, something were to happen, I have this child, I can't take care of it, I want to give it up for adoption. But what if something happens along the way? What if the parent also decides last minute, hey, I don't want the child anymore, then Mm -hmm, too, then what? You're stuck with that right. kid it, as well. It, it's it's so just a busted system, mm-hmm. and I think more people would be inclined not to actually, or would be more inclined to do that as their option if it wasn't so much red tape and so much right. regulation and so much stuff to go through to do it. Yeah. I think that that is a really uh, a weak argument that the pro-choice people will make mm-hmm. is that the child oh, it's like, oh, the foster system is so fucked up. Like, oh, you know, adoption system is so, so go, fucked up. So they're better off dead. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm like, you go, go look into, go look into some, like an, uh, some kid in the foster care system and you need to look at them in the eye and then tell them you would have been better being aborted. And I, right. I guarantee some of them might agree with you. But. Well, I well I agree. I would I would find it very hard to believe that any of them would look at you and go like, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd be better never being alive, dude." Like, well, and then it's you know it's the same thing with nobody coming to the table in good faith. Like that meme that's going around about the pro-choicer talking to a kid. It's like, I wish you were dead. Like, yeah. Like, nobody's saying that. That's no. completely unreasonable. Yeah. You're just trying to start shit. You're trying to be a fucking provocateur and mm-hmm. rile people up. Mm-hmm. Um. I personally think it's fun because I don't like this issue. I'm not educated enough on it to have. Yeah. Um, so the problem with the education for it is that there's not a lot of like good statistics that are published that out there about biased. it. Yeah. Numbers that there. aren't Planned Parenthood or yeah. the, the other extreme. I think another thing that has a lot that I was just thinking about right now, one of the things that we learned when we were like immigration, touchy t- subject, obviously. Right. But what helped pave Nothing the way... Nothing is touchy here, dude. No, <laughs> yeah, well, not here. Except Joe Biden, he's pretty touchy. <laughs> yeah. Not here necessarily, yeah, but yeah. in general, if I want to have a conversation, like that's just, people are like, no, nope, cut it off, that's it. Mm-hmm. But abortion's another one of those. And I think what would really help, and I mean, more than Alabama, just in all the United States, and what I feel like kind of backs as women, like is that so many women are scared to share their story Mm -hmm. and stories are so impactful. And I think that would help a lot, but because so many women, whether it be because of their profession, maybe they're embarrassed to tell their families, you know, so many people do it in the secret and yeah, maybe on social media, they might say, or repost like, yeah, I support women, you know, don't do this, don't do that. But if women themselves are not lobbying, if they're not actually saying their stories, if they're not, you know, giving this, then people are just going to assume. And then it goes back to the not being educated about I think the, the issue I, as a whole. I think one of the issues is that being a mother isn't really pushed as much anymore mm-hmm. among really anybody as being like 
something you can nobly do you know yeah. like dad well, it, well i think in parents in general like yeah. look at look, look how at many, our, our how generation many, yeah look how many people will get embarrassed to say that they're a stay-at-home mom right like uh, you feel That's like not you're common yeah you feel like you're ashamed to be like yeah. get a career it's yeah. like do whatever oh, when you can go back right. to work if like, your yeah. husband makes enough money that you don't have to work fucking don't work mm -hmm. but even, right? even when that happens like the mom is still embarrassed yeah, yeah. she feels like everybody's gonna be like I do know some stay-at-home moms though. Like the kid goes off to school for most of the day. It's like I need a part-time job. I'm going crazy. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, and people want to live life too. I mm -hmm. mean, women were always put in this like, all right, you know. I, before I feel like it wasn't necessarily a choice, versus now it's like more of a choice. We have, you know, the ability to be able to travel to do whatever we want at this right. point. You know, so why not? And I feel like that's why women are also like a kid's gonna be like. Nah. Well, it's it's become it's a pro, it's like maybe not necessarily a problem, but it has side effects for it yeah. because I don't think there's really ever been a time, not necessarily teen pregnancy, but right. like there's an it's epidemic of single like single moms in America right now, and like basically like a breakdown of the family unit, mm -hmm. and it has like really bad effects. Like I would almost go as far to say, and I'm that. Because, you know, in the 1950s, it was a cultural thing mm -hmm. that, oh, women are homemakers. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the... Was it, though? The though, bravado what, male thing. But, was yeah. it only because of noble culture or because it really started to break down in the 60s when welfare right. was introduced? Right. So was, women are homemakers. And I would almost say now that, you know, new wave feminism has shifted the game so much that they're like, where in the 1950s men were pressuring women you need to be homemakers now it's almost like new age feminists are pressuring them you need to go out and get a career you can't stay at home and it's almost like i don't know if it's the, necessarily the shame is coming from other women that they're not that mm -hmm. they are stay-at-home moms and it's like maybe that's what she wants to do bro i we talked about this, Zach, and I've since changed my opinion on it. If I married a doctor i would totally be a stay-at-home dad yeah <laughs> like, like it said take care of the house and probably order dinner because I can't cook and then I just do much. Well go go look at like and if you go work in the corporate field or go look work right. in any mm -hmm. kind of really big organizational type job. Mm -hmm. Look how much they push and like they say like oh we celebrate like women in the workplace. Cool. And I think it's just like I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, mm -hmm. but like it gets it all the positivity and all the positivity like stuff, campaigns, slogans, mm -hmm. all this like feel good stuff only goes towards women being in the workplace. Right. And that's why you get women that get embarrassed to say they're a full-time mom because right. they don't feel like they're doing anything, but they're not. It's a hard ass job. It's a, a, a double-edged sword. Everybody should be able to do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you want to work in a full-time career, then you should. If you want to be a stay at home mom, then you should, it, you know, if, if you can afford it and, you know, reasonably pay yeah. your bills. I don't think people can afford it. Yeah, I think, that's part of the no, problem. No, I think yeah, that's another big yeah. thing. Yeah. People can't yeah. afford it. It can't just be either the dad or just the mom yeah. or, you know, even then. Unless one of yeah, you is making, can't afford it. like I said, like a doctor making six figures. Uh, yeah. You can you can do it decently, at least in the child is going into school. Uh, if you're making like your average, like the, honestly, the average household income in America, or at least mm -hmm. in the, the average household income in Nebraska mm -hmm. is like 42 grand. That's yeah. the whole household. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I think. Oh, what was that? Was that that yeah, I think it was lightning. <laughs> Told y'all there's a tornado going. <laughs> oh. But one of the one of the uh, huge uh, factors that goes into that though is is just how many single parent households yeah. there are. And I think I think the that kind of culture of the the two family or the two person family mm -hmm. uh, and anymore like it's it could be two parent there too yeah. like a, a gay family or something Does like that. that um, statistic though, the statistic for the average household and median household held income. I think a lot of that includes people that are living by themselves that are maybe just getting started and they're making 35 grand well, a year. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's why it's a little bit skewed. So I think your average couple probably makes a lot more than 40,000. That's the thing is though, is that you look at it by census and there's really like, there's a lot of people that are out there with just single family or single parent households. Right. There's no, I'm not even talking parent. I'm just talking one person living on their own. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking more for like 
the parents where okay. it's like, so whether or not there's a child in there isn't really going to affect how much money you're bringing in necessarily. Right. Anyone out. Well, some yeah. people, some people figure that cause daycare is so expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be cheaper to just have expensive. you stay at home. We'll scrape by on a couple other bills. We won't go out to eat as often, whatever. And you look know, at, that, look at Latino just, families, what they do. They just get their yeah. grandparents to watch the kids. Free yeah. daycare, baby. Yeah. Why don't we need a model? <laughs> live there and, yeah. Yeah. Daycare's too expensive. I think my sister just for my need, I mean, she goes to, a nice daycare but right. that's only because they want the best but mm. i think in a month she pays like oh i don't even want to exaggerate but it is like it could be upwards to 800 up you know a month that's a like month. rent that's yeah it's like a mortgage for some people and now yeah, they just yeah. had their second child so now they're gonna have to pay Ooh, that and damn. since it's newborn you know all these extra things and they're proud do they have student loans too yeah well my sister doesn't but my brother-in-law does so it's yeah. like imagine that they're pretty stressed right student, now i mean Student loans are a Ponzi scheme yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Like college is a huge scam. A lot of it is. <laughs> I, there's no, unless you're going to be like a doctor, yeah. I'm going to rant here. I'm sorry. There's no reason you should take more than two years of college. Well, there's a lot of jobs for, out there that require some four years of school. If you're, yeah. No, but what I'm saying is if you're going for a bachelor's degree, you shouldn't have to take your gen eds that you just took in fucking high school. Like yeah. You shouldn't have to take history and, oh, you need to take an English and an art class so you can be cultured. Bitch, if you weren't cultured in high school, you're not going to get any more culture. <laughs> now, that's not, you shouldn't, you know, it's uh, a big... Uh, that's not true. Well, you're exposed more in Yeah, college, when you go to college, you, you go to a lot, you have a lot more different people around yeah. you. Because so. if you go to Burke versus South, obviously and yeah. South are right. gonna be those those fucks that go to like F, but yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> it's the closest thing to my job right now. Well, like imagine thing. those kids that go to Scott. Right. That are oh, yeah, Scott. So college, a lot of them, and they have to pay these the big Catholic administrator school. fees because <laughs> yeah. they have a lot of worthless administrators that shouldn't mm -hmm. be there. You know, if you want to get cultured. Go to a, go to an art exhibit. Go to an art exhibit. Go to a book reading. You shouldn't have to pay two thousand dollars for a semester. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, if you don't want to get, if there isn't a market to get cultured, you shouldn't have to pay for it either. I don't think. I don't think I, necessarily people go to school to get cultured necessarily. I think what they go to school for is because they feel obliged to. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are pressured. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I mean, look at us thing, in high yeah. school, dude. Like mm -hmm. high school, they were like, "You got to go to school. Mm -hmm. If you don't go to school, you're gonna get fucked." And right. it's like, well, Fuck so somebody, yeah. somebody, why do you think they? say in college yeah. you switch your major you know who like says that like teachers who all went to college yeah yeah so here's my thing is i was always told <laughs> when i was young that i'm making permanent decisions that'll affect my life because i'm covered in tattoos but at the same time the same people who were saying that were also telling me that i needed to know what i wanted to do for the rest of my life and i needed to be able to commit hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt to it in student mm -hmm. loans that's have, bullshit day have you done any like have you done schooling already because i know you mm -hmm. always talk about wanting to go back into school have you so i think which is interesting because i was raised differently i mean i knew that i wanted to go to college like that my parents they stopped going to school that middle school mom high school didn't graduate either of them so to us, it was like, okay, well, I'm doing this at first was for my parents. Mm -hmm. But then senior year comes around and you feel pressured because my sister yep. was on a full ride. My other sister had a child at a young age and she kind of had help, but then it like spread out because she had a kid. So she like was taking part-time, part-time. So to me, it was like the pressure was really on and it was like, all right, well, you have to go to school but I don't qualify for FAFSA. I can't get any help. Oh, yeah, and I didn't, right. yeah, I didn't want to do loans. And I'm like, I'm not going to school if I don't have a scholarship. So I had to work my ass off like my senior year. I got a scholarship, luckily enough to cover my classes. But my first year of college was trash. It, my, advi <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my advisor was trash. Like it, I was so lost and I felt like I knew what I wanted to do in terms of like I know what I want per se, but I didn't know how to translate that to a career. But after the second year, I stopped going because of insufficient funding. And mm. I stopped going in general, just I wasn't going to go back until I had the money. So yeah, now I'm right. finally going to go back because yeah. I got a scholarship. But so many people that I went to school with are like, well, why don't you just get a loan? Like, that was so easy. Like, just get a loan. <laughs> I know I, I don't cannot. apply for FAFSA. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm, is that is that like a blanket thing? Like people, if you're not a U.S. citizen, you just straight up do not apply for FAFSA. Yes, all. you can't get FAFSA. Really? Damn. Yeah. That's well, crazy. I didn't think I know about that. U.S. residents can, I believe, they can get FAFSA. But other than that, I mean, so Which, many people, they say that they earn too much, so they still can't get FAFSA, you know? That's, yeah, that's yeah, like that's your parents make over too. a certain amount. Right. It's like, 
Yeah, and that parents, affects you now. Yeah. I mean, I barely qualified with what my parents made. And I'm like, my parents are my parents cannot afford to put me through college. Right. So like I even if they made fifty thousand dollars a year more, they could not afford to put me through college. So I, it was I think the, when I was in like eighteen or nineteen yeah. when I first started. I think the and I'm gonna sound like a recruiter here talking about it, okay. but I think the 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 way what I did where I was one of those people in high school that, you know, the public system tells you at 17 years old, you know, you need to had know what you're going to do. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know right. what the fuck I want to do. So right, I went and joined right. the army right at high school. Right. I think it's good for people to find themselves. Yeah. Right. I don't because think people should go to college right away. No, I, 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 don't. No. I think that I completely they, agree. Yeah. I think, I think if you waited like until you were at least 21 or older to mm -hmm. go to school, cause most people switch their majors anyway. And mm -hmm. it's like, they spend all this money. Which is why yeah. you shouldn't have to do gen eds and you should just go straight into your major. Yeah, Someone may, can yeah. start a college that's just fuck the gen eds. You can go straight to your major, but they won't because there's no money. Well, they need a root out process for it. That's what yeah. they, they think. So another part of the problem is that the government has taken over student loans mm. and they will give a loan to anyone for any amount. Well, if you're a citizen, I, they won't give it to anyone. Well, I mean, if you're a citizen, yeah. here's the problem with that though, is that's, you give the, these colleges a blank check when the mm. government says we'll pay for it. So like, of course we're going to raise it. Right. We're going to raise our tuition rates. If you take the government out and you say, okay, you can get student loans, but you have to go to the bank to get it. The bank's mm -hmm. not going to give out alone with no collateral to an 18 year old uh, kid. Yeah. So they can, yeah, they can, but it's not as likely. Can get, so giving private, and this is, I think a common misconception about that is you can give private student loans still. What type of government there are, but what type of incentives do they have? They, from the government, they charge like more, it. they charge more interest rate right. that usually for private student loans and the government does. Yeah. Right. They have more to lose. Well, yeah, that, and then there's, but there's so much red tape that they have to go through. Right. Basically you have to like shove it in their people's face that you could do it through FAFSA. Like mm -hmm. you could do this through FAFSA. You're doing it through a private institution. Yeah. Like you're ba they basically want to make it seem like you're fucked for doing it private. Right. And I mean, and the government is part of the problem because mm -hmm. they're so involved in it. And I feel like because but, they regulate the financial institutions. Right. Yeah. yeah they so. regulate it. So I think if you get the government out of education, at least higher education, you're going to see that go down. Um, because like I said, the banks are going to be a lot less likely to give a loan with no collateral when to did, an 18 year old. When did the government start doing FAFSA? FAFSA do you, it was, do you I think know? it was during the Bush administration. Uh, was it, I was thought it was Bush or Obama. Like I didn't realize Bush? it was that recent. No, when I think it was start? in the 90s. When did the 90s? government start getting involved in student loans? When, they start, when did FAFSA become a thing? Because after, the, well, the thing is, it's like, I mean, college at one point was free. So then I would sure as soon as that started like going down. Well, like it's not necessarily that it was free, but it was super cheap. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. problem was, is that basically because they were able to get <laughs> Clinton. Yeah, I Clinton? thought it was Clinton okay. in the 90s. So okay. basically the, the quality of education since then has not changed really like at all. But the the price of it has like times by like 10. Well, because now you well, want to make colleges attractive too and all these amenities included mm -hmm. into if, it. And if you, yeah, that's the other thing is people, you know, you're paying, you're not just paying for class, you're yeah. paying for the gym mm -hmm. for the pool for the cafeteria yeah, like the your campus paying, which the I apartment don't, style I don't, yeah, the apartments yeah i don't necessarily not like that because uh, if right. you're willing to yeah. if you're willing to pay for it that's fine but some people don't and they don't realize that the problem they put themselves in debt to yep. get that i yep. think the big pro the more of the problem is is that you're more paying these administrators salaries that make right. uh, seriously like two in, in omaha 200 grand a year is like what a doctor makes right mm -hmm. the the chief so i looked this up this is public knowledge. You can go into any state university and you mm -hmm. can look up they every publish it. They, yeah. every single person's salary. You can look up every single title that they have. There okay. is a somebody at University of Nebraska at Omaha who is the chief diversity officer. Yep. That is their fucking Making job. Six figures. Probably. They make yes, they make a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars salary. That's doctor right. money to basically make sure that the school is diverse. diverse like, yeah. is that really a fucking six-figure job and that's where you run into reverse discrimination against asians yeah. because they don't get asians are less likely to get scholarships because mm -hmm. they're demographically their test scores are so much higher than anybody mm -hmm. else's and that's where you run into a lot like you know and it's both it goes both ways obviously but at the same time it's it goes back to affirmative action i mean 
do we want to make people feel good or do we want the right people for the jobs? Would you rather, if a guy's picking you up in an ambulance while you're having a heart attack, trying to bring you back to life, would you rather the guy that finished 12th in his class pick you up or the guy that finished 23rd, but beat that guy out because he was black? Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think that brings up an interesting discussion mm -hmm. to be truthful. Cause if you look at, uh, you like by demographic, you look at, uh, who's the highest wage earners in the United States? You look at who does the best in school and everything. It's yeah. actually Asians. Asians do the best. They and do Jews. above whites. Jew well, they can they classify Jewish under white. white. Yeah. According to the U.S. Census, they consider them to be white. They consider Arabic people to be white. They consider really, yeah, Arabics yeah. are considered Up under until, white. I don't even know how long ago that was, but Hispanic yeah. used to be yeah. under white, and mm -hmm. it's like, all right, yeah. that's pretty recent too. Yeah, so you look at that. Like, so Asian Americans do better than oh, yeah. whites. They, they by like a it. lot, by like like almost like eighteen percent, or mm -hmm. like maybe like three percent. I don't remember. It's like a it's a really big space in between right. it's a cultural thing it's a, it's a cultural. i think it is yeah. their kids yeah. there's no bullshit that's why other than that dude at virginia tech you don't really hear about asian kids shooting up schools or nothing like yeah, that for real. but it's also a lot of pressure on the children oh, that are asian. absolutely i mean there's their suicide rates though it's, yeah. i mean they might not shoot those schools like a, but then they're committing suicide right. so then it's no like, that's that's 100 percent yeah. over in like the, in the top absolutely. in the top 10 countries in the world last year of the like highest mortality rates from suicide Korea and Japan. Yeah, or I think South Korea was like. Be up there too. I I don't remember what, but I remember I think the populations. Yeah, so, yeah, well, specifically South Korea, which doesn't really have that huge over. Because they work them to death. Yeah, they yeah. they have they were seriously like number six. Well, people yeah, people complain. Oh, the American work week's too long. It's forty hours. I'm like, bro, it's like seventy five hours in Japan. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy yeah. long over there. You want to talk about people being overworked and too stressed? That's what we're also having. Um, issues because they don't people, have time to fuck people aren't getting married they're not starting <laughs> uh, i like my answer better yeah, yeah. they don't have time to fuck i like he's just elaborating <laughs> on your it's like bro they work eight to nine every day they don't want to go home and fuck they just want to go to bed well so, i think i think the difference in japan too is their culture is a lot of instead of when you know in america we just fucking bitch a lot americans yeah. bitch so Words. goddamn much i'll do it but i'll complain yeah, the whole time exactly <laughs> in japan in japan their culture is at least i know for men is like just to keep it all inside be all internal so what which many japanese men do well what a lot of japanese men do is they just retreat and be yeah. basically just stay in the house and just not get out and they sometimes, just be solitary sometimes bitching is healthy not to the extent a lot of people do yeah it, but some you, sometimes you just gotta let it out yeah, yeah. for real you know <laughs> <laughs> but it, i mean i it, i guess it kind of goes to where it's like you're arguing one point and but the that point is completely separate. It's like, right. I there may be a happy median between the two, but I think definitely if you look at like the family unit when mm -hmm. in the Asian Americans is I think really really strong. I don't know about you guys, but all the like seriously, all the Asian people that I know are like some seriously like their families. Family like, it's tough to be that family, yeah, but the there's yeah super they're family. Just disciplined. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just they have a different mentality. And mm -hmm. my mom. She watches all, ever since I introduced her to YouTube. That's all she watches now. So she likes to go all over the world. Mm. And she just thinks it's so insane. Like, she's like, this is why we don't advance. Like, not even just America, but even in Mexican culture. Like, yeah, it's all great and all. But, like, you look at the Japanese family, for example, and it's like they have a place for everything. So it's like if you put, put your phone or when you get home, you put your phone here, you put your keys here, you put your shoes there. And it's an everyday routine. Like, they're just so disciplined. Really? Mm -hmm. That is like, the most frustrating. I lose my phone and keys more than anything. Yeah. My wallet and keys more but it's than It's like, anything. that's the thing. We were so distracted. So it's like there's two points to everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, too, then the pressure you know, uh, to the kids and all that other stuff to make sure that they're like, all right, why don't you do this, this, and this, you know? There's oh, like a yeah. There's it. a lot of pressure. You, yeah. talk to, you talk to, like, uh, an Asian kid growing up in America, and they're like, they're if they got an A on their test score, their mom's going to be like, well, why didn't you get an A plus? Yeah. And it's like, mm -hmm. fuck, man. Yeah, it's, it's no joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these kids have a lot of pressure on them, and they grow up resenting their parents. It's, I mean, it's a two-way street, though, because they, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a lot of pressure, but statistically – they do a lot better than lot everybody better, else. Yeah. At what yeah. expense, though? The expense that you want to blow your head off? I mean, is it worth it at that and point? Maybe, maybe to us as outsiders, it seems like a lot, especially, I mean, you see the numbers, but maybe in their head, that's all they want to attain is their parents' approval. And maybe yeah. to us, it seems like 
a terrible thing that it's like so much that you're put on your shoulders, but to them, maybe that's all they want to fulfill. Mm, we do have you a know? very individualistic culture yeah. in America. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think it's a good thing. It's got good but, things, but it has its drawbacks. Yeah. Like, it I think everything does. Yeah. So, yeah. I do like the mentality, though, of, you know, fucking do what you want to do. Like, you're only mm -hmm. on this earth. You for see, that's a, that's a, a good, like, people love yeah. saying that, but you look that's at, like, too. I don't think people I live think to it as much as they think they do because mm -hmm. you see all these fucking people that say like we were talking about earlier with the Alabama thing, right? Mm -hmm. With the abortion being legal. How fucking easy is it in America to just go move somewhere else? Dude? Right. Go move mm -hmm. up. Like if you're worried about a job, go move up to Wyoming where they have a huge labor, mm -hmm. labor shortage. Like you could probably call some random business up mm -hmm. there, say, Hey, I want to move up there. Uh, here's my credentials and stuff. They'll do a phone interview. Mm -hmm. They'll probably give you a job. They probably even give you a temporary place to stay. Right. A lot mm -hmm. of a lot of jobs will do that in those right. places. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are you like, are you really as individualistic as you think you are when it it's, comes when the cards are on the table? Are yeah. you really as individualistic? Just it's hard, opinionated. It's yeah. hard. To, it's easier said than done because mm -hmm. it's. I mean, everybody wants to do the stream, but it's hard to leave your job that has health benefits fuck yeah salary mm -hmm. to go on warp tour with your band that just got signed to a record deal that's making peanuts yeah you know you're well, driving around in a van with five other dudes it doesn't even like, have to be as extreme as somebody being like a musician you know but i'm saying who, people, like follow your dream it's easier yeah. said than done yeah it is because it, there's a lot of fear and being like fuck this i'm gonna do it like, i'm gonna go out on my own and there's he, a very good chance you could starve to death here here in omaha yeah well here here in omaha yeah. i have like much respect to like a lot of the first generation like Mexican families that came here mm -hmm. to Omaha because there was work. Right. Like you look at like yeah. here in the center of the country, you're like, how the fuck did mm -hmm. people from Mexico end up here? Right. It's like, well, because there was work. Yeah. And now they just kind of everybody just makes it their mm -hmm. home here. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, if people from another country can go and do that, mm -hmm. why are these poor people down in the fucking south the in poorest. Tennessee or these people that are complaining and bitching about California being impossible to live in? Just go fucking move, dude. Right. Like yeah. you literally well, there are these courageous people from yeah. other countries that come and do it. A lot of people do move from California. And the problem is they move from California and they change their voting habits and they make oh, those yeah. other states just like California in well, the sense that they have super high property taxes and it drives people away. I mean, what comes with having a lot of population though is having to have just like everything goes fucking crazy like yeah. it's easy for us here in nebraska to be so set and how we think our government should run mm -hmm. i mean we don't have to deal with huge population problems yeah. here mm -hmm. like it's not working for california yeah it's not what they're doing you're right isn't working i mean so. i mean the fact that you have to there's like a just the sh i saw it was a listing on a real estate it was on a real estate website someone sent it to me it was in this shack in oakland like yeah you could probably if you bought this house in omaha you could probably buy it for 10 grand um, it was $550,000 I'm not surprised for a one bedroom, like one bathroom shack. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's probably the size of yeah. this room. Yeah. People yeah. like people are so content to stay in just like shitty places and then complain about the place being shitty. And it's like, well, just like it's in America. There's no easier place in the world no, no, to go no. move and go a place to fall find where there's work, mm -hmm. where you can start building yourself up and, and that, like, that goes for just about anything. You sit yeah. there in a shitty situation. It's like, why aren't you doing anything? Yeah. yeah. You just sit there and feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Like, you can, like you Even can... a job. Yeah. Exactly. It's something as simple as a job. Most people hate their life because of the job. Let's right. just be honest. They do. A lot of people Start do. applying to other places. It's a serious problem. Out. But mm -hmm. again, you still have a little bit of a comfort and security. It's just like you're not in a relationship that you've mm -hmm. been in. There's comfort and security yeah. in it. And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't want to know. The unknown is scary. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, then quit bitching. Obviously, you're not that upset about it. Mm -hmm. Like, imagine imagine if your family had decided not to come here into America, yeah. right? You'd still be, like, your family, you'd mm -hmm. still be in Mexico. You know what right. I mean? Like, this is insane. I think about that all the time. Yeah. You can talk about like an extreme version. People came all the way out here to like tame the wilderness yeah. from the east, like back in the 1800s. Or even just yeah. like, Natives and bears out here. Yeah, nothing. even just like 50, yeah. 60 years ago, like Asian Americans coming in here from literally the other side of the world. Like and throwing... FDR locked them in camps. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. In our next episode, not to say Have we really? Man, that was <laughs> easy. Yeah, yeah it was. that was just funny. It was it like, was imagine if you just game. end it right there. Yeah. <laughs> an hour. That's about what we Cool. Yeah, I think that's been plenty of time. Really appreciate you so much for going on. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. We, you guys are funny. <laughs> we need, I mean, we need, you. like, people need to have more people come around that may not agree on everything. Yeah. Just sit down and talk and so, figure out, mm -hmm. like. People have 
um, criticized us, well, just a couple, not a bunch, for having too many right wing guests on. And okay. I can kind of see that because guys like Sargon, people, they are, yeah. even Josh Smith and those guys, they are kind of right wing. Mm-hmm. But what I've experienced is that a lot of people on the left don't want to come on a show unless they can be guaranteed that they're going to do it in an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. want to have a big circle jerk with people I agree with. What's an echo chamber? Basically, like, like where a bunch it's like of a people. Vacuum. Everyone agrees. Well, a bunch of people oh, okay. sitting around is a circle jerk. Yeah. yeah. A okay. bunch of people that agree on it are just spewing crap. Mm-hmm. An echo chamber in the political sense. Is when you are only hearing your own ideas okay. thrown right. at you from other people. Yeah, big circle right. jerk. Yeah, big circle jerk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, no, Thank and you. We, we didn't agree on everything we talked about, but we discussed them reasonably. Yeah. We weren't mm-hmm. screaming and swearing at each other. It's not a yeah. People don't talk like that in real life. Were Mainly you, because were a lot you, of people say an echo shape. Were you worried about coming on your day? I mean No, it's not that. I just get nervous because then I over, oh. I just overthink things in my own mind. So then I'm like trying to get all the information. I'm like, all right, now what do I it's, I mean, but, dude, it's okay to be yeah. wrong. Like when right. you're in an argument, if you no, can it's concede, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I was wrong about that. Like, yeah. I mean, you're the point. Yeah. And you don't even have to admit you're wrong. Just as long right. as people are exchanging ideas in a civil manner, which doesn't happen mm-hmm. enough anymore, kind of like we're doing. Like like we said, like when you and Nathan got into it about the draft a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. you guys were totally reasonable about mm-hmm. it. I wish I could to. have talked to him more about it, I too. Mean, maybe you, hey, he wants you to go on his show. So I will. Maybe you can message him. Oh, yeah. See? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I'll warn you guys. I buffed up my uh, my stuff. on After going and having him that talk, I was like, man, yeah, I need to buff up my uh, And that's, my, that's my, what my happens. Animal. Everybody gains because mm-hmm. you go on and you learn more shit. And sometimes yeah. you learn, fuck, I really was wrong. Yeah. And it's like, it's like <laughs> oh, when you grow. Do you think, you think because you were saying that how you were like just beefing up on all your say, you were like loading she up your thought, gun, ready for She, knew I was, well, she knows you. She, thought I, she knows I'm the wild card. Yeah, she doesn't know me well enough. She's like, this guy could be a complete asshole. This what guy could be like, a total troll guy or yeah, something. What if, yeah. what, if, what if he's on here grilling me like Bill O'Reilly or yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it live! Fuck it! Well, I think, and it's not even just you guys. It's just from past experiences that I've met. I mean, I know you guys are my peers, my friends. But when you go out into the real world, like mm-hmm. you guys are having, people don't have these conversations. No. Yeah. I've had people, like, no matter if they're way older than me, you know, it doesn't even matter what side they're on. But I've had people, like, personally try to attack me and try <laughs> to tell me the when they have no idea what they're talking mm. about and that's fine and I feel like that's why you know you have to be educated that's fine and like you said there's nothing right or wrong mm-hmm. because you can't tell somebody oh your story's wrong your experience is wrong you didn't go through that no but at the same time too I do think that you have to base it off of facts and you can't just throw shit out there mm-hmm. you know so I think what you guys are doing here mm-hmm. is great and I do think that you guys should have more people from all types we try you know? we try, we yeah. really try but and I it. wish people were all open so if you guys are out there and you guys want to you know come right. out on here and say your opinions because at the end of the day even if you're just putting something out there other than a Facebook post, mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically preaching to a choir. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to fa- follow most people. Facebook friends list are yeah. chambers. Like yeah, exactly. About. Circle jerk. Circle right. Yep. And then it's like, all right, well, we're going nowhere as a society. Yeah. So I think people should, yeah. Just you don't get you don't get story. better at fighting by by uh, only punching a punching bag. Right. You gotta get out there and go. Yeah. And if you yeah. can't defend your ideas on the spot, then maybe you should reconsider them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you take you go back and like we said, you go back and look at them a little bit. Yeah. Most most people like the stuff they think that they feel the strongest about. As soon as somebody comes in and tries to challenge it, they're like, bah, bah, bah. Right. Well, it's, yeah. it's a sign of maturity, I think, because I used to be back when I was like 16, 17. I'd have an opinion. Someone would prove me wrong, but I'm fighting to the death. Let's yeah. do it. Like I'm still I'm I'm gonna die on this. That's that's a, totally that's a 16 year old mm-hmm. boy right. yeah, right. yeah yeah we're still going okay yeah so i'd be like i'm fighting to the death on this this is the hill i'm dying on and like i'd be totally wrong and now it's like you'll even hear me on the show sometimes i'll look at zach i'll be like is what i said just is what I said <laughs> am i talking out my ass again like, that's can a, you correct me on the that problem I, I think uh, if you're a 16 year old boy man being a 16 i say boy not a man because you're a fucking boy as a 16 year old right uh, the problem, like you're, you're just you're a child there, but you get forty year old men that act That's the exact the same yeah. fucking way. And I think it's when way. it gets more dangerous. I mean, besides people not having conversations like one on one, it gets more dangerous. And what I've noticed, or not noticed, but what I've experienced also, is that those people are the ones making legislation. Yeah, <laughs> and not even mm-hmm. federal. Like state is so huge. And I've heard when uh, we used to lobby up in the with the senators. 
it's like I would literally be told to my face by senators that, oh, well, we don't want to support this because of this. When one, that was not true whatsoever. You know, whatever it may be. Look at our look at our governor now, Pete Ricketts, mm-hmm. who doesn't want to support legalizing marijuana here because of all. He put out like a public mm-hmm. thing, and it's like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. It's all and, fake. Yeah. It's all bullshit. It's, it's all, all like straw man and arguments. Just eat it up. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah. yes, Pete Ricketts, yes. Yeah, it's more fentanyl, so yeah, it's more <laughs> fentanyl, so we can kill people. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Well, that's speaking of the abortion thing, the death penalty <laughs> argument. Oh, it's God. like you support the death penalty, but you're against abortion. Like, okay. I get it, but like at the same time, and I do have a, I guess you'd call him a friend who's like truly pro life. He's anti war, anti death penalty, anti mm-hmm. everything with uh, Matt. And um, so, but they support the death penalty because those are like murderers and like serial rapists. That's mm-hmm. not why the, you can't equate that in that person's mind. I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but you can't equate an unborn kid that hasn't done anything with. Ted Bundy. Well, a pro yeah. a pro choicers always make that straw man argument too. There's it's so like, many straw mans well, on both well, sides. Yeah, but both ones sides. I want to address specifically because uh, I see it very very commonly. And uh, pro choicers, they're like, um, oh, in Alabama now, it's a stricter punishment to get an abortion than it is to rape somebody. It's like, no, that's not true. It's is it? It, no, it's not. Like no. you look at you go and look at their laws and everything. Like to get an abortion is not punishable by death penalty. Right. It's not. And the only so and to clarify that argument that they'll try to make, mm-hmm. the only time that the death penalty was ever suggested for abortion mm-hmm. punishment was a bill in Texas that got introduced and right. immediately shut down because right. everybody thought it was fucking retarded like it was yeah it exactly so like i mean yeah. yeah so that's not a that's a straw man argument yeah right there. like yeah i mean at the end of the day i do consider myself to be somewhat pro-choice i guess it's not an issue i try to talk about a mm. lot because again dude I'm not, it's the one that makes people I'm most not, uncomfortable <laughs> i'm not well educated on it and that is the one issue people will literally want to physically attack you over. yeah I mean, the people physically attack you over anything. The majority, like the most people will physically attack you over abortion. Because mm-hmm. both people. You know, no no both, one's going to hit me because of my stance on foreign policy. Both or sides. Like it's, like, it's different than a lot of other issues because a lot of both sides have like a like we'll think they're morally just on it. Like both sides have moral things thing, to really. say. Yeah, it's it the most personal very thing. Very I mean, you have people who were adopted on one side they're like fuck you think i should be dead and then there's people on the other side that like i had to abort this kid because this dude raped me or mm-hmm. you know well no or i mean we're too young to have it. Yeah, or, or maybe gonna, even or like, let's say you're not even let's say you're doing well off right you have you know you even have the money to afford this kid if you don't want to have children let's say it was just it happened when I stand or whatever, maybe you're in a relationship, regardless at the end of the day, it's still your choice. Mm-hmm. If you want to have that kid at that moment and you're willing to put your life through it, cause that's a big thing. Like that's huge. Your body changes, your mind changes, everything changes. The, um, the, um, punches boyfriend in the dick and it bursts. <laughs> oh my God. What the hell? I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it either. So there is a third outlook on it and it's what a third viewpoint on abortion. And it's, I guess you can, Consider it on the pro-choice side. Um, it's largely found in. Ex- Sorry. I can't okay. reminders on Apple. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Siri that, likes that's going to be our one that plays us in. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's it's actually you'll find it in more extreme like anarchist libertarian type circles. Like what Somalia? No, <laughs> not countries but like okay. ideology. Somalia ideology. Yeah, Somalia has a government. Uh, yeah, but, government in quotation marks. I'm going to tell big. you that. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, okay. Anyway, so the third, yeah, you guys have you guys have your debate thing going on. But the third, the third point of view is called parasitism. So it views it as if an animal has a parasite on it, it can remove the parasite, and it views the child as a parasite, and the mother <laughs> has the right to remove that parasite. Mm-hmm. That it's there unwanted, the same way if someone broke into your house unwanted, you have the right to remove them. I'll I'll say this. It's, it's like, a grim outlook on life, <laughs> and you have to abandon all morals to be okay with it. But I mean, that is one of the other viewpoints on it. I'll I'll say it, it, it fully accepts, it fully acknowledges, or they believe this is a living being, this child. But it doesn't matter because it doesn't. It's infringing on your property. Oof, you don't want it there. Stanky opinion, right? That there. is, like I said, that's, that's some edge lord yeah. 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 shit right there. That's so, like I don't have feelings in regards. To yeah, that. I will say a tooth that so in in Florida, right? 
uh, Florida legislation declares that if somebody, if a woman goes in there and gets an abortion, they have to on file state why they were getting an abortion. And that's fucked like, up. Yeah, well, you shouldn't up. need to. They, I mean, they did that though. And then they, like, what they did was, and this was, I mean, it was measurable. It's the only reason mm-hmm. I'm bringing it up is that like 94% of them were found to like not be from health related or not be income status related or not mm-hmm. be because it was going to be too hard on the, like, some of it was like 94% of them were just like uh no reason was stated i wonder how many of them did that just because though because it's like none of your fucking business type thing. i don't maybe i don't know it's I, measurable. I would probably mm-hmm. do that when people mm-hmm. ask me because that does sound a little a little tainted of a of a pool there because mm-hmm. i mean a lot of people if they give no reason as a reason they say fuck you it's none of your business well all the other reasons were like legitimate reasons right but some people yeah. like it's but some people such as myself for issues like you're not a pregnant you know, woman. Okay, but when you go, when you go to buy a gun and it asks, "Are you a, an unlawful user of marijuana?" It's like, "Fuck you! It's none of your business." You know, it's like, "Have you ever been addicted to alcohol?" Fuck you! It's none of your business. Even if I was, I'd say no because it's not yeah. their business. So on principle, I'm going to tell people no reason yeah, because true. it's not your business. answers, and then there's. Basically, the gun thing? No, no, no. Oh, one. yeah. They're like, if you, out of all the people who chose to give an answer, right? That's the percentage of it's like, I, I oh, so there was, yeah, I don't want to answer. There wasn't, I don't want to answer. I don't know that. That's different, then. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, and the thing, I think it also has a lot to do with, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know about this, but what do they do with the information? Like, is it for public? Is, is it just thing? for them? Is it, you know, do they just keep it? Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing too. Because I mean, I don't know. There's so many different things that can be put <laughs> right. out there. What if they're using it for the, not the best use and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of throwing women under the boat, like, well, look, yeah. they just don't want to have kids, you know? Yeah. Can we end this on a light note? Okay. What? Have you seen the Daniel Tosh Trey Beats commercial? No, I haven't. So you know how they had a couple years ago the NFL players like they'd put on the beats and it'd be like tune out the noise. Like there's the fans screaming at him and they just got the music going. There was a Daniel Tosh thing where he walked his girlfriend into an abortion clinic <laughs> with this Trey Beats on and it's going, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Day. This was a, I mean, we had a really Thank good discussion. This was a reasonable discussion. This was a longer one than we usually do. Oh, really? Yeah. You guys just yeah. went in. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. We're out. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Don't you-